Ovechkin storming in. Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the back end. He scores! Simply sensational! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Pizza Is Here podcast or Pizza Is Here podcast. It is I, Joey, making the intro this time because I have brought us one of the most exquisite and amazing sports commentators on YouTube. He has amassed over 500,000 subscribers. He has currently jinxed Pecorine, multiple <laughs> franchises, and tons of players who are currently trying to find his IPA address. And, of course, he is now officially, due to a video that came out two days ago, a actual lord. Everybody, please welcome <laughs> Lord Urinating Tree or Lord Tree. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right, man. I just watched the Cincinnati Bengals somehow make it to the Super Bowl. And, um, yeah, that ended up happening. How are you guys doing? Terrible because they won't. Very well. <laughs> very, very happy. Very, very happy. I mean, I'm cool with it. It's not the worst, honestly. Am I allowed to swear on this channel? Absolutely. Go oh, ahead. Very um, much, very much so. Trust me. You guys feeling a little cold? You know, shut up. Joey um, Shut up. All right. So, <laughs> congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll be fair. They did win a very awesome game, past two games. But let's get into the questions. So, first, first things first, let's talk about you and your channel. How did you get where you are making sports videos? Like your original videos were with the Cleveland Browns. I remember was one of the first ones. And then, of course, the Capitals one was one that brought you in popularity. What were the ideas behind these videos? And how did these like come to your mind to do that kind of stuff? I feel like most of it um, – I'm sorry. I'm trying to get my uh, playback out on the TV. Uh, most <laughs> of my ideas came back to the um, – just an idea that like – now my phone's going off, Jesus. <laughs> like, my main idea was just to keep my head down and grind. I feel like the first couple vids, I feel like, were more just as a hobby and just to help it grind out and just um, get my mind off a few things. I was at a shitty situation in work. I mean, I had some stuff going on in my life then. And uh, then I realized, like, the actual part when I realized that it could be something was a hater's guide to the NFL playoffs. I think the mm -hmm. 2017 NFL playoffs and then hater's guide to the Super Bowl that year. It's like, okay. Something could be here, and then you keep going, and it's just like it's been a slow-growing process. I mean, it's not like I did went like big overnight or anything. I mean, I've, I've been building it for over five years now, which yeah. is crazy to believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. The 2017 playoffs was that the one where the Falcons choked? If I'm yes, wrong? yes, <laughs> I did. That was one of my first congrats videos. That's got it. That's got to be like the best thing ever. You started off right at the perfect time for like a meme right there. That's mm -hmm. awesome. And then Atlanta Falcons legacy of failure came in. Um, Oh, the yeah. summertime, as it was the perfect time. That's awesome. So right. you've obviously made a crap ton of videos and have had, you know, massive amounts of success up until this point. But uh, what would you say is one of your favorite videos that you've ever made so far? Or uh, do you have a favorite series or just what's been your favorite up to this point? One of my favorites have probably been the Legacies of Failure. I mean, the Toronto one, like, it's probably what I consider one of my better works. I don't know how many hours I put into that. Like it's the, delving into history. I feel like is what I enjoy doing the most because it's like a lot of stuff you can't really get to. I feel like the modern game gets kind of samey samey after a while. So that's why I feel like those are my favorites. Like the ones that tell a story or weave a narrative of sorts. I feel like those are ones I enjoy as well. Like um, the Brooklyn Nets one, the Houston video, uh, Detroit Tigers so it's ones where it's just like, oh, no, your team sucks. But it's like there's a reason sometimes why that team sucks. So that's what I hope to get into, I would say. But, I mean, 
excuse me. Um, but I would say those would be my favorites. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, us as Caps fans, we, it's one oh, of our, it's one of oh, our, geez. it's one of our favorite pastimes to talk about, talk about how bad our team is, even if, we're, oh, yeah. even if we're a, you know, very successful team more in the regular yep, New season. Orleans Saints of uh, hockey, man. That's pretty much what it is. That, that video that I watched of, um, the legacy of failure for the Caps. I, oh. I forget exactly when you put it out. It was after 2017. It was like 2017. After uh, the loss, before the they got eliminated lost. to um, the Penguins the second time. Where I'm, I, I still have no idea how they won that. Season. It's like the eighth time. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh yeah. That that video is one of the most painful excursions I've ever watched in my life. I mean, yeah. I, like that, oh my that one was just straight trolling. I wasn't trying to be researching that one. It's just like I was just throwing oh, no cops and then just laugh at you. And I was sad when that meme died. I wasn't. <laughs> no. I mean, well, well, I mean, Caps fans obviously aren't, but uh, me, th that was one of my cherished old time feelings. Uh, you've had a history of jinxing franchises, such, such as in your legacy of failure videos with the Caps and Blues, or with the Predators in the 2017 Stanley Cup Finals. Do you believe in? Do you believe in the jinx? And do you ever worry about this with making videos, or do you just go with the flow? Partially, I feel like um, there's a lot of um, what I would say, hmm, like there's sometimes where I'm just like sitting there and then a team randomly wins a cup or like a championship. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, really? Like, what are the odds of that happening like a year or two after the fact? It's it's strange. And. Yeah, you had like a crazy run with it. The Capitals in 2017. Yeah, Capitals, the Blues, the Blues in 2018 and then in 2019. Mm -hmm. It's nuts. The Sharks, the Eagles. Like, Eagles, yeah. Eagles were like one bit. It wasn't really a legacy of failure. It was just like a, a it was just like they're, they're a shit old franchise. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, you did? Some of them like went like where they aged like poorly and then they went back to aging well. It's It's strange. Mm -hmm. You did, you did predict the Nats World Series in the correct amount of games, too. In that. Yeah, I mean, that was I was nuts. just at a point where it's just like, wow, guess nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, fuck it. Nats and seven. <laughs> hey, Nats I liked seven. it. I enjoyed it. I can agree with that prediction. Absolutely. So, um, I'm an Eagles fan and a Caps fan, so I have both to go off Ooh, of. Oh, you poor bastard. I'm so sorry. I know. I am it's so a, sorry, dude. It's okay, man. You guys are like straight rivals. You got the... Pennsylvania rivalry and the Caps rivalry. I'm close so, um, to Pittsburgh. I'm close to Pittsburgh. Yep. It kind of sounds like you weren't happy about the Caps winning. I can't imagine no. why. No, but I mean, um, uh, it's the, the memes, dude. The memes. But but aside that, are are you ever happy when like a lol cow, uh, yeah, or like a sometimes. team that you make a, a legacy of failure video about, uh, straight up wins a championship or even is more successful? I mean, like the Browns are obviously kind of back in their thing. But I remember after that lol cow video, they drafted Baker Mayfield, boo Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, they started to get better. Are you ever happy for a team when that happens to them? Or do sometimes, you just love I mean, the memes? Sometimes. Like, it's just like sometimes memes get too old. It's like the Chiefs I felt happy for. It's like whatever it happens. Um, I would say I'm trying to think of ones I was, like, happy for. I mean, the Blues I was happy for. Because I was at the point where it's just like, okay, it's like, do I really want to deal with another year of, like, Blues memes? I don't know. Yeah, like some of them, I'm, I'm also kind of on the same boat. Like some of them, I would be happy for. Like the Blues, I was like, yeah. And then Jordan Bennington turned out to be a piece of shit, and I was like, oh well, that Ooh. was the worst goaltender to win. Um, but uh, yeah, so you are a Penguins fan, so you definitely have a very rough opinion on the Capitals, obviously. But 
I mean, there is one player on the Capitals you probably can't have a rough opinion about. That's Alex Ovechkin. What is your genuine take on his career, where he stands all time, and what do you think he's going to be – like, where do you think he stands all time in your opinion? Ovechkin, probably the best goal scorer in the NHL history. I mean, that would probably be my best regard. I mean, there we go. he's put he's nearly getting goal records in a relatively depressed era of goal scoring, even if it is a little higher. It's, I mean, still nowhere near as high as it was in the 70s and the 80s. Like when guys like Gretzky and Lemieux, Gordie Howe, Maurice Richard, guys like that were potting goals left and right. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty nice. What's your favorite goal of his all time? Do you have a favorite goal? I mean, I don't know if there's really a favorite goal. I feel like most of my favorite goals are just him like ripping howitzers from the point on the power play. <laughs> left hand side, boom, slap. It's like, are you kidding me? He's still, he's going to do that when he's like 50. Exactly. That's the thing with like uh, an Alex Ovechkin. Do you think he's breaking the goal record? Maybe. I mean, nah, he's got fair. the ability, as long as he can just rip howitzers from the point, I think he'll be okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not getting prime Ovechkin where he's going like, like north-south and just like skating through guys left and right. Uh-huh. He is like, he is a heart favorite this year, which is pretty crazy. Mm, interesting. Yeah, you know, a nice 36-year-old leading the league in, in goals is always nice to watch when he's on your team. But um, so your favorite team, the Penguins, they uh, – They've been playing pretty well this season. They're uh, they're hitting their stride right now. You know, at the right time of the year, getting uh, ready for the playoffs soon. But um, is there anything that you'd want to see them do before the deadline or at the deadline? Are there any uh, guys that you'd want to see them go after? Backup goaltender. Uh, I mean, they're running Tristan Jari into the ground right now. There's no real viable option otherwise. DeSmith has been not that good. Your third stringer is Louis Domingue, so I think they're going to be active in the market there. I would say probably depth as well, I would think, maybe. Um, uh, the one thing that surprised me this year is how did Evan Rodriguez become this good? I don't know. Will had literally said that, like, last episode because we were talking about how, like, any any given season you can watch a Pens game and you'll see someone score with, like, the most random name that you've never heard of and then they'll have 50 points. And then Will said, who the hell is Evan Rodriguez? <laughs> but... Yeah, like, he was, like, a fourth-line, like, bottom six plugger in the top six, and now he, he was averaging a point per game for the first 30 games. He stayed it off a little bit, but he still, it's like, really? I did not expect that out of him. Because, I mean, he was good in college, but I did not see – I mean, he has tapered off. He's now at, like, 32 points in 45 games, but still a career year for him, even if he doesn't score a point throughout the rest of this year. Yeah, I feel Buffalo like Sabres are... legend. Mm-hmm. The Traded for him just... with, uh, I think, Connor Sherry deal. Yeah, it was Connor Sherry. He was brought over with him, and then all of a sudden just <laughs> he becomes the next Connor Sherry. I yeah. feel like uh, the Penguins are just – I can't really think of names in particular, but they will just grab like a random winger, throw him alongside Crosby or Malkin, who are probably the greatest centers of the era. I mean, I can consider them, McDavid, yeah, easily. McDavid of, his, of his own era. Um, and even Crosby can argue with McDavid. But, uh, like, I just feel like being on their wing, it develops a player. In and a it way, just turns a I player mean, into, like, I don't know. And obviously being Crosby on their wing, is, he yeah. plays like a grinder. He doesn't play like a superstar forward. So, like, you need, like, you don't need a, um, like, a superstar on the wings. Like, his, like, some of his best line mates were Pascal Dupuis, Chris Kunitz, and Brian Rust. And Jake Gensel, too. Jake Gensel's the most skilled winger, but... I mean, Brian Rust is going to get himself paid. He was like a bottom six winger who's really blossomed into his role. And, I, like, with a Crosby, I mean, 
Malkin is is a little different because like he needs like a specific type of winger to thrive alongside him. Maybe you feel Kessel. But speaking of which, that might be another guy that Pens might go after because Oprah I come cheap. God, please no. I don't need another postseason deal with Phil Kessel. I don't hey, I, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I, I, dude, if if those Marc Andre Fleury to the Capitals uh trades come true, that would feel just so unclean. Like, you know, King Henrik going to the Capitals. It's like no, no. If you do that, we're, we're bringing back HBK. We're trading for Carl Hagelin, even though he's nowhere near what he was. We'll bring back Nick Bonino, too, even if he's nowhere near what you he was. You have my full support in trading for You have our uttermost, you have our uttermost, like, you you have our blessing taken. We don't want him We anymore. will give you Carl Hagelin. You can yeah, just he's, have him. He's done. <laughs> he's, um, he's not. That's what happens with age. Like, he was a an excellent player in his time, but uh, I, I think, like, he's 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 done. Seven points in 43 games. Yeah, no, that's it's a shame, man. I mean, I like Carl Hagelin, but, I mean, this might be near his twilight, unfortunately, just because of the style he plays. Yeah, I mean, he's not great. <laughs> I, I, hey, hey, I will not hear any Carl Hagelin slander on this chat. Did he used to have hands? Cause like A little bit. Like, he had, like – bottom six hands he never really had like hands hands like i think like it it had a, just barely enough to keep up with his feet so he wasn't like say a constantine colts of or a rico fat a dude who could skate like the wind but do nothing else but i mean like he you're, you're right he really doesn't have hands it's just like it's a meme on on caps twitter this time every time he gets a breakaway it's like oh i let myself get excited and then i realized it was carl Hagelin. He just yeah we we have a guy like that's named is uh dominic simone Oh, it's not as God, fast as Hanglin. It's just like, and it's like, dude has no hands. And I'm like, whoa, Dominic Simone scored a goal? <laughs> wow. That's like shit. Carl Hagelin when he scored against the Ducks. We're like, holy shit, he's allowed to do that? Like, mm-hmm. You're talking about former Anaheim Duck Carl Hagelin. <laughs> and former L.A. King Carl Hagelin. He, he, mm-hmm. he took the whole L.A. trip. Yeah. Uh, no San Jose yet, though. In time, in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. What was the process of assembling clickbait sports? Was it like a spur of the moment kind of thing, or had it been in the It process? was a little planning on the first part. I think the guy who came up with the idea was Perna. So Perna and Five Points came together. They had the idea, and they uh, brought me and Tom along with it. We had a first stream, and then Scooter comes along. It's like, hey, can I join him? We're like, okay. So that's how we got the clickbait sports crew, and uh, it's been very clickbaity ever since. And uh, much humiliation and shame has come my way, and I'm not happy about it. I had to do. I had to listen to the damn Applebee song, and I'm not happy about that. Not happy. No, so did everybody today at halftime. So, so you're oh not god, <laughs> that probably cursed the Chiefs. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, what was the score at half? It was like twenty. It was, it was twenty-one to three. Was three or was it ten? I think it was because I remember they were they were driving down the field and they got to the red yeah, zone and then 10. they made that stupid last minute play and then it was like. No, the then score, they just didn't score again until the end. The score at halftime for this game this week was the same as the score at halftime the first time they played this year. Damn. I still don't know what the score was, though. It was 21-3. Uh, it was uh, the same score as the Titans game in the first half, so very uh, full read. Exactly. All right. Uh, shall I go to the next question? Yes. 
Are there any like dream collaborations that you would love to do as a YouTuber? Uh, is there any athlete that that you want to interview, or or maybe like a sports personality, just someone you really want to have on your show? Not really. I mean, I feel like I'm more just like I I go by the wind and I I go with the flow per se. Like I don't really have like a a target who I want to collab with and just like want to make shit that doesn't suck. That's that's my goal. You're telling and me that we like, want a dream collab. A dream collab? I don't know. I feel like I've collabed with most people I've wanted to, so I don't know. If so I... no Antonio Brown? No, 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 no Antonio Brown. I had to listen to that rap album. My ears are already destroyed. I wish it was deaf. You're telling me right, that who had a better rap a dream album? Collab? Uh, probably Le'Veon. Le'Veon at least had like some a modicum of talent. It's probably because he doesn't have CTE. So I mean, well, he probably <laughs> might. <laughs> I mess with Shrimp Bells. Shrimp Bells is kind of a fire real. song. I'm not gonna lie. All right, so now we're gonna go ahead and hop into the Manscaped read. And EA, why don't you take us in, buddy? You guys talk about something for a sec. Let me pull it oh up. <laughs> I, I was hoping Tree would want to do uh, it, but I forgot. I mean, uh, uh, well, uh, have you talked about uh, shaving your balls before? I mean, it, gets, it sometimes gets a little chafy down there. I mean, nobody wants a jungle. You got to take down the Amazon rainforest once in a while. So that's uh, with Manscaped. Like, I, I don't know how to do a Manscaped read. I'll I'll go ahead and do it. <laughs> so uh, you go, brother, I, I tried to I, I did it. But I, I appreciate sorry, it. <laughs> All right. So uh, cheers to 2022 and resolutions you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop into 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code PHP for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code PHP at manscaped.com. We have nice balls here at the Pizza Zero podcast. <laughs> we gotta pay the bills. Hey, hey, hey. you gotta secure that bag, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. wrong with that. Absolutely. So let's get a little bit more to the NHL, and um, hopefully you don't jinx anyone with this next question. Hopefully, um, but halfway through the season, is there any team that has genuinely surprised you with how good they are this year? Like hmm, how well they're playing. actually a couple good ones on that surprise category. Name as many as you want. Say. Trust me. Ooh, uh, the Rangers in a way, but I feel like more of that has to do with Igor Shostakovich playing out of his mind. I mean, they have a good team, but they should not be upper echelon. I mean, the Pens and Caps have both kind of surprised me. I figured they'd taper off a little bit. They're still near the top there. I mean, they would both be there. Uh, Hurricanes would probably be another one because I expected their offseason moves to kind of blow up in their face, but they oh, yeah. actually thrived. I mean, Frederick Anderson's playing some of the best hockey of his career. Uh, Tony D'Angelo has now been complete cancer, which I'm absolutely shocked by, too. He's been great value and probably going to get a better deal in the market in the offseason. Uh, like their moves have panned out. Their youth is developing. I would say hmm, I'm trying to think who else would really be like a surprise, like, you know, L.A., Santa, Anaheim. Anaheim's another big one, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, they're kind of tapering off, but nobody will shut the hell up about Trevor Zagros. So there's there's plenty Bro, of that. we hit the michigan that was crazy oh yeah he did the, it's he for did pretty good reason plays, though dude. it's for pretty good yeah. reason yeah him sonny milano troy nobody's talking about troy terry troy terry like, was like the, he, that's all anybody was talking about it like first like the first quarter of the year when he was just going off but he's kind yeah, of like he's he's, he's calmed still, down like, a little bit he was like 30 goals yeah he was he was insane at the start of the year 
Yeah, he's at 25 goals, which is a, a record even for him. He's still at a point per game. He would have he would have been a nice addition to the to the USA roster for the Olympics if NHL yeah. players were going, but mm-hmm. obviously but that's I, not happening. Unfortunately, now. the moment Canada wanted a five week quarantine for anyone that caught COVID, there's no way you were going to get that. Absolutely yeah. not. None. Just because it's 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 it, it like you're not going to force some of the team's best players away for five weeks. That's no, just not going to work. Impossible. It's not. Um. So yeah. It's a shame. It would have been a lot of fun. Oh, Especially yeah. Especially if the U.S. got Eichel back. I mean, you'd have the U.S., Russia, and obviously Canada. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the Finnish and the Swedish teams are, like, surprisingly good. I, am I thinking – is it Sweden? I think it is, right? Sweet. Sweden. Finland Sweden. and Sweden have been really yeah. good lately. Finland's kind of Finland cool. has, is underrated as hell. They got some great pieces. Like, they got Finland's off. Finland's off offense is insane. Yeah. Finland, uh, and they do have some goaltending depth, too. I mean, you probably have Soros. Soros. Saros um, has been incredible. You know, Kakkonen, um, trying to think who else, like Koskinen, but Koskinen's not really having a good year. Um, uh, Germany's kind of low key, but Grubauer. Germany would have won the Germany would have won the gold medal. Let's be honest, Leon Drysaddle, best player in the I world. I still remember your uh, twenty your video before the the, the two thousand eighteen playoffs where you yeah. where you said the Caps have German god Philip Grubauer in that. Uh, and even though that didn't exactly pan out, I still remember that. I like shelled that. by the Blue Jackets. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. So, so you jinked Philip Grubauer, too. Congratulations. <laughs> not happy. So, obviously, there's been a, lot, a number of teams that have been a pleasant surprise, but are there any teams that you've seen struggle recently that you think could turn things around for the playoffs or make a run? Uh I mean, it's it's a rough question because you got to figure out like who's there. Like the Bruins, like they've turned it around. They had a rough start. Calgary's kind of uh, Edmonton is uh, uh, Vegas has been really weird, very inconsistent and injury prone. Um, I I I don't know if you're Vegas. I don't know how long you can keep trying to go all in and change your roster because you're just you're just going to destroy yourselves. That's probably yeah. a video I'm going to do in the next few months because like. They have to win a cup. It's not like they. It's, it'd be nice if they won a deep run. They must win because if they don't win in the next couple of years, cap hell's coming for them, and it's going to be ugly. Yeah, I, I think s- I think them getting Eichel back will definitely be a big help. Hopefully, I mean that, it'll force them down the middle, but they still have like the depth issues because they they traded it all away. So like, what yeah. do you do? Do you go all in at the deadline again? Yeah, they got rid of Alex Tuck, and he's turned it up in uh, yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, Tuck is, is crazy. Tuck would be a good trade ship for and Krebs, on, and, and Krebs, honestly, was is a really good piece. I thought they were going to mm-hmm. keep, but losing him kind of sucks. Cause he's one of their best prospects, yeah. and now he's gone. Krebs, unfortunately, yeah. that was the only way an Eichel deal was going to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 69, got... 69 concurrent viewers right now. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Beautiful. And go, also, baby. I mean, when you talk about Vegas, I feel like, like they could be, even if they're the second best team in the NHL, you're looking right across Colorado. You can't even make the cup final mm-hmm. unless you go through them. And yeah. I understand they did it last year. I don't think it happens again. I just don't. Uh, I mean, you have to realize, like, once again, Vegas had their golden opportunity last year, and they blew it against Montreal. So if they don't win this year, I don't know what you do. Do they panic and just start gutting the executive branch, or do they just, like, still try to keep going all in and all in and all in until there's literally nothing left? Yeah, they just signed a bunch of extensions today too. A couple of few guys like McNabb, um, McNabb, Armiallo, and um, another guy. I don't remember. Oh, Michael Amadio. Amadio, that's it. 
the old king. Yeah. I thought he was I thought he was Armadillo for a second. Armadillo. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of close. Uh, <laughs> uh is there a certain playoff matchup you hope to see this season with the return to the layout from three mm-hmm. years ago? I would like any of the matchups in the Atlantic. Florida Tampa Bay a grudge match. I would like that. Uh, God, I would awesome. say that would be incredible. I would say hmm, Carolina, Carolina. I'm trying to think who would play Carolina. Carolina, Colorado would be a really intriguing matchup and great for the game. If we can get Edmonton, Calgary, which we were robbed from in the 2020 playoffs, that would be amazing. Even though both are a little skittish, I don't know if they'll meet up with each other. That'd be an entertaining say, matchup. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I feel about Pittsburgh, Washington. If you want I'll another pass. go around, I'll, I'll dodge. I'll, you I'll know pass. what? At this at this point, there's only going to be like a few more chances before Ov, Sid, and Malkin are all gone. So if this is the last chance with how like both these teams are playing Just relatively respect well, respect to Backstrom. Put him in that. Put him in that group. Well, Backstrom will be there. <laughs> Backstrom, Backstrom will, be there, will be there for another five years. He's there for a long time. And he's played really well since coming back. He's gotten on a hot streak, which is nice mm-hmm. to see. I think that's a good matchup. I personally think, like you said, the Florida Tampa Bay. I want to see again. That's because that's the one. Like it seems, that in. it seems like Robrovsky's figured it out, and it seems like he's playing a lot better now. Finally, um, and like you said, the Battle of Alberta easily. I I, mm-hmm. I want to see those two key teams kill each other. Yeah, they are going team. to destroy each other, and it will be fantastic. It'll I be beautiful. It. The greatest series of all time. In case you're interested, Rams have had to punt, so they are punting <laughs> to San Fran. Uh, is I want to see how much red is there in that stadium right now. It's a lot. I would imagine. <laughs> Good. It's a lot. I've got a I've got a bracket challenge, and I have the Bengals winning the Super Bowl, and I'm the only person who has that. But if the 49ers win, I automatically win, and I win a few hundred bucks. So we're Niners fans, at least I am. <laughs> I do like... also I do also want to give. I know so you're a Pens fan, so hopefully you'll like me saying this, but I do want to give credit to Jake Gensel and how much mm-hmm. he's developed and. Absolutely. Just been a consistent like twenty goal scorer. Like he had an eighteen game point streak this year, which is incredible. He's especially been very good. especially considering he's been without, you know, Crosby and Malkin for, for so long and has been with so many different people. So I think that's awesome mm-hmm. for him, you know. Oh yeah. I'll I'll support a an American player if, if even if they're on the pens, so good for him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean he came in as an unheralded t- uh, prospect out of the third round, like one of the few mid round guys who properly developed for the Penguins. So that's a huge gain for them, too. Uh, for Washington, I'm trying to think. I know you've had a lot of uh, youth come in, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Alexei Protosh, uh, Connor McMichael. We've got a few other guys, I believe. Martin Ferravati and the young goaltending core, which is kind of like, mm. But at the same time, I mean, you have some pieces coming in, too. We absolutely do. And I'm, I'm, I, th- these guys will probably get mad at me, but I was telling them like the era after Ovechkin, I similarly era after Crosby and uh, Malkin is, is almost scary, but it's almost kind of exciting to see like who's going to step up afterwards. It'll like, probably be a bit. And knowing the Penguins, we're probably going to suck for a year or two and then get another random generational talent in like the 2028 draft. You guys trade for Connor McDavid, and it's just like <laughs> it's just I don't know about Connor McDavid. It's probably going to be like uh, you know some ten year old kid out of Finland or uh, Nova Scotia, or maybe Manitoba. <laughs> That'd be awesome. How crazy would it be if Sergey? That would not be awesome, Joey. A penguin. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but we could uh, draft Logan Cooley, the local product, out of the Pittsburgh Penguins uh, youth development camp, baby. Local pride, Logan Cooley. I didn't realize he was a top pick until now. He came out of nowhere. So I would say, like, uh, I think it's like Wright and Cooley are one and two. 
Yeah, it's it's those two right now. Yeah. So uh, if the playoffs started today with the or, or the seasons playing out, who you got winning winning the cup? Who, who's gone all the way? I don't know, man. It's a really tough call. Just watch it be Toronto for Reams or something, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but, honestly, I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of hockey left to be played, so. That was interesting. I, I I think people are a little too high on Jack Campbell. And well, that, Toronto is like always overrated. I feel like they're a weird team because I feel like there's something not right about them. They're always like being carried by talent or coming back like at the last possible moment. It just doesn't seem sustainable to me. Mm-hmm. Plus, I mean, it may be because they, I, they keep choking in the playoffs and I'm still like burned by that. But it's just like something's not right there. I, I can't just like get a finger on it though. Because if I say that, like in Toronto, I'll get killed. But absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the I'm analytics just... love them. Like, like the talent is some of the best in the league. Like, especially high end. They're getting depth performances. But I just, I, I don't know how to shake it. I just, I just don't know. It's just the, it's just the overwhelming feeling like they're gonna mess up again. Like it's always gonna be on the back of their heads, and until they don't mess up, it's just gonna mess with them. It's like last year; they had basically a conference final. Oh yeah, they, they um, gift they were getting it handed to them, and they just and they just it. they completely blew it all, and it was just like you don't know how they did it; it just happened. And it's just like, if, well, that's Toronto. If they lose in the first round this year, I mean, I'm afraid what they do because if they lose in the no, first round, even before. if it's a tough contest against like they're probably gonna play Florida or Tampa Bay, no, so. God. What do you do if you lose in the first round? I mean, you technically shouldn't do a thing, but they're Just they're gonna get drastic. Year. They're they're too much into the into the current build with the core that like doing nothing would make no sense. Last year, yeah. I remember you were talking about in your videos. You were like you were like worried that they were gonna make a bunch of drastic. They were gonna make drastic moves. Like they should they shouldn't have blown it up. Which they and did. they did and they didn't. They did smart moves. They let yeah. Frederick Anderson walk. They signed decent contracts here and there. Yeah, but they made a lot of good moves. And they didn't like they've been doing that. But like now it's all of a sudden you're like you're stuck with the current core build. You're just like well uh like are they like if they don't win you know florida's young and is building a really great core tampa bay always seems to be good you know and obviously Florida has a lot of pressure too because they haven't won a playoff series even longer than the maple Leafs mm-hmm. since 96 and you also have to think future now ottawa and and detroit are building incredible cores and they're mm-hmm. not going to be this bad for very long detroit's already showing signs of it detroit is improving boston's still boston mm-hmm. you never know what they're going to do Montreal kind of sucks. You can leave. Well, Montreal there. fell yeah. off. It's surprising, because, not surprising, because they lost most of their talent and leadership in one fell swoop. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about that. Absolutely. Um. So, who is the player right now that has impressed you this year in the NHL? Just period, like like one player. Like I mean, it could be an obvious pick, like anybody. But like, is there anybody that's impressed you that's um been on the Pens, been on your? I mean, you've said Evan Rodriguez, said, uh, Eddie ever- Rodriguez, yeah. That would be like my big one. I'm like, really? How did that happen? Ryan Hartman is another one. Nazem Kadri. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's and I was in there like, Nazem Kadri can do that? Oh, that's going to be great when he gets suspended in the playoffs again. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> he's going to he's gonna end up leaving and getting an absolute bag somewhere else. Oh, he will. I mean, how yeah. much, let me check Cap Friendly real quick and see how uh, long Kadri's under contract for. I saw I saw some rumor that, he, that they were looking – this is his final year. He's going to get paid. He is he's going gonna, to get yeah, paid. He's yeah. going to get Oh, God. Bag. He knew it. 
It's the I, contract yeah. year. It's the contract year. I saw. Uh, I saw the Jeff Skinner saying, complex. Exa- exactly. <laughs> no, mil, I mean Kadri's always. Mil. Mil. Next year he's going to be like player. a fourth line level player, and he's not going to. He's going to be making. No, 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 where do you he think? Who do you think is going to give him the money if he goes? Because I don't. Colorado really can't at this point. I saw yeah. something saying the Flyers are looking at him. I would say probably a team that needs a one C. Uh, do you think Winnipeg gets desperate because like they haven't really had anybody? I would say it's really needs like a one C. If the Flyers like lose, if the Flyers lose Giroux, then that. Oh, if the Flyers, the Flyers will get desperate. They're going to go ball. Minnesota. They'll Minnesota be like, don't worry, guys. To have Nazem we'll replace. We'll replace. Hoy Drew, one of our best players of all time, with Nazem Kadri. The problem is solved. That's that sounds Philadelphia Flyers logic, right? Oh now. yeah, I mean the, the Flyers are pretty much at that point right now. That's why you trade a, a first round pick and a, a player in a second for a name in Rasmus Ristolainen. That worked out really well, didn't it? I mean, they, they stopped losing games, but I mean, you know, well, I, they've true. had multiple ten game winnings exactly. on the streets in forty so games. Bad. It's so bad. But hey, hey. I mean, I think we can both agree we're the, the the hockey world is better when Philly sucks. Exactly. We I think the agree. sports world is better when Philly sucks. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. Jake. Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Sorry, Jake. The Flyers and the How Phillies about- I'm fine with. That's okay. When, the 76ers can be a part of that too. Let's be honest. I hate. Well, the 76ers are going to choke again. They're still trying to think Ben Simmons is worth but, um, like a top 15 player. Yeah. Good luck. When you mess with my mid-ass Eagles, that's when I see a problem. <laughs> I, I, I have to be honest. I think I hate the Eagles more than the Cowboys because Jalen Hurts plays for the Eagles, who's an awesome yeah, human being, but he also tore up Texas at, you know, so that hurts. jersey. Oh, who didn't tear up Texas last year? You got a true freshman do that to you. Quinn Ewers is the truth. Quinn Ewers is the truth. When Quinn Ewers transfers back to Ohio State after one year, I'll laugh. The, the dumbest, the, the dumbest design of a foam finger ever, because I can just do that. <laughs> Horns up! Oh shit, it's upside down. Oh uh, shit! So, so one segment that we like to do every every few weeks or so uh, here is uh, contender or pretender. So basically, each of us picks a team who we feel is a contender. You know, try not to make obvious picks like you know, like oh the Panthers or you know someone obvious, but like. We each pick an under under the radar contender that we feel, and then everyone else can either agree or say you're full of shit and they're not contenders. So if you wanna if you wanna have first pick on a team that you think is a sleeper contender, go ahead. Ooh, hmm. I'm trying to think who would be like a sleeper contender. Because like the obvious ones are like Florida, Colorado, Tampa, yeah. and and. Carolina, but then like anyone else's. I think St. Louis could do something this year. Billy Huso keeps playing like they're playing. I just I just picked Huso up in fantasy like two days ago. I was hyped about that. That's sick. Yeah, I was. St. Louis made a lot of good offseason moves for what it's worth. Like they. Bringing in Sod and Bucinevich was huge for them. Losing Dunn sucks, but their defensive depth is still looking really good. That's that's the thing. Like, I mean, Tarasenko was a huge gamble. I thought he would decline. He's still back to his old form. I'm surprised about that too. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I'll I'll go next, I guess. Um, if I had to pick one, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Anaheim. 
because mm-hmm. Anaheim has all the sneaky young talent. And I mean, we've seen young teams going to the playoffs and tear it up. Uh, they remind me, they do remind me a lot, surprisingly, of the Toronto Maple Leafs when they first brought up the core of young players like Matthews and Marner. They just they play young and hungry. They got a veteran goaltender leading the way in Gibson. They got a really good defensive core, and they got really nice young forwards. And Ryan Getzlaff's just there because they have to always bring him back for a victory tour. So um, I got the Ducks. Yeah, I'm gonna say you're full of shit I'm on say that. Pretender, yeah. I'm gonna say you're full of shit on that. I think what? I think they're I think they're a solid team, and I think yes, they do have solid goaltending in Gibson, and yes, they do have nice young talent and people that are blossoming this year, but. I think I think they need a year or two more at least. I don't think they're they're ready for that just yet. Great team, but contender no. All right, then I guess you can go. I mean, anybody else can go. I'm I'm just disagreeing Jeez. with you. <laughs> you, you. Everybody has to go. Yeah, so you got to go at some point. Fine. Jake, all a, right, I'll say, I'll say I will. I'll say the Predators. Um, God damn it! I was gonna say the Predators. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> I'll say the I'll say the Predators. Um. <laughs> I think someone had said them the last time we did this, but I mean nothing's really changed. They're they're seventh yeah, in the me. league, right? They're seventh in the league. You can't pick the same team twice in a row, but uh, yeah, I can. There are I no think, rules to this. <laughs> I mean, so I, all right, so I'll I'll give credit to Jake for this, but I mean he was one of the first people to say it. But um, UC Soros has been playing out of his mind, and yeah, UC Soros he's, is he's either he's either. Now. He's either winning the Vezina or getting second place to Shesterkin. I think it's going to either one of them. Mm-hmm. Like like uh like Noah had said the last time we talked about this, the the edge that Saros has is that he's played more games than Shesterkin, but they've both been playing at a you know career best elite level right now carrying their teams. More more so Shesterkin, but Nashville's been, you know, incredible lately. They're seventh in the league right now in in points. Um What's his name? Fucking Roman Yossi has been playing one of Yossi. his best years. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's won the Norris, but he's playing at that level again this year. He's he's a contender for the Norris this year. I think it's going to kill McCarr, but Roman Yossi wouldn't be a, a bad pick by any means. So I don't think Nashville's going to win it if I had to bet on someone, but I do think they're definitely a team to watch out for come the playoffs, and I do think that they could make a run if they get the right type of matchups. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I agree. Pick, as, guys. I know I agree. As long as the Preds don't pred, honestly. Yeah, you also have to consider yeah. Duchesne and Johansson have revived as well, which is huge. Yeah. Oh, Philip yeah. Forsberg, Capitals yeah, legend. legend. Capitals legend. I, you know what was hilarious? I remember at the beginning of the season, I was like, if we, it, it, I thought they were playing not that good. And I was like, you know what? The Capitals should they should just go get Philip Forsberg back and just let him run the table with them. But now that they're playing a lot better than the Capitals, I'm like, well, shit, I don't know what to do now because – my little uh, escapades of trying to trade Carl Hagelin for Philip Forsberg aren't going to work. So, I mean, at this point, I can't really do much about it. Will, you said you had a team. Who are you going to pick? I was going to pick the Predators. Uh, so You don't want to pick the Oilers? That makes it tough. I'm not going to pick the Oilers, man. Um, <laughs> oh, man. They, they give me shit because I had the Oilers winning the, the Canadian division uh, last year. So He had Oilers in four, and they got swept. <laughs> I did not have them in four. Yes, yes you, you did. did. Yes, yes, you did. did. yes, you did. Yes, I had them in did. five. I'm almost certain I had them in no, five. No, I had them in four, bro. That, that's about All as right. bad as four. Uh, I, th- I, I think Jake – or no, Joey picked the Panthers in four over the Lightning, and they got fucked. Because mine was more plausible. Like, <laughs> eh. I, thought they were, I thought they were on, like, another level to the Tampa you can't, Lightning. You can't count think, the Tampa Bay I didn't Lightning ex- out. I didn't expect Kucherov to come back in and just be, like, ready to play a game for him. I thought he was going to take a few games. And you, can't, awesome. you can't count out the, the Tampa Bay Lightning until they've lost four games in a series. So, yeah, I, 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 mean, think, I, I think like it's going to be the same thing this year. I mean, 
they started off kind of weak, and now they're third in the NHL because they have Point and Kucherov back. Vasilevsky's not not going to win the Vezina this year, but he's obviously still an elite goaltender, arguably the best in the league. So, I mean, you have that. You have Victor Hedman, who's a Norris candidate defender, and then you have one of the best top sixes in the league. So, I mean, they're a team to look out for at all times. So that's that's going to be interesting. Jake, do you have a team, or did you think of another team? I'm deciding between two. I we could just say it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. I was, I was either between uh, Boston or Minnesota. Mm-hmm. All right, go I Boston. Like you can never really, Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Bo- I feel like with Boston, you can never really count them out. They always do well come playoff time. Um, I, I couldn't think of another team other than the Preds, so I don't really have a good explanation for this at all. But yeah, I, I mean, my other one was Minnesota, just because you know off and they have pretty good talent there so i don't think boston's a terrible pick i think like yeah, you said I, mean, I think they're a yeah. team that you always have to watch out for just because the they question have is, does the depth play. show up that's yeah. the, does the depth the yeah that's the only problem that's always been their issue and no matter what they've done it's just never been yeah. fixed yeah yeah i mean like they got true. you know they got pasta and even though he's you know yeah. shy, pasta but... like they have some progress i mean Hala and uh, no are both pretty good yeah uh, oscar steen starting to do a little something there mm-hmm. uh erho vakanainen starting to become something they got they do have back, but i don't know how much that's gonna rask has been getting blown up well yeah. let's hear your uh it's... let's hear your minnesota explanation because i have a question from the chat i mean they just have so much wing talent you look at their top point getters and the Grill top, Kaprizov. The top Kaprizov. five of them are the wings. It goes Kaprizov, Zuccarella, Hartman, Fiala, and Felino. Mm-hmm. And I feel like teams generally are able to stop in the playoffs. I feel like teams that have like a unique dynamic going for them can often surprise. And just having that much talent on the outside could be something that a lot of these teams aren't ready for because you're usually used to playing against you know an elite centerman like like Nathan McKinnon or Sidney Crosby or Connor McDavid. Or, any of those guys and having just your bet all of your best players be wingers is something that i don't think a lot of the teams are going to be ready for so i think it'll be Mm -hmm. interesting um i mean obviously they would love and i would love for them to get an elite center but just having that much wing talent could be an interesting dynamic come you know come may they they do have marco rossi um and yeah he's not and boldy too both of those two those mm-hmm. two are going to be nasty. Once Rossi games. gets gets up to speed and he starts playing with Capri Saw, that's going to be fucking nasty. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be nasty. Once I you give so. – honestly, and I think um, – what's it called? Who's who's one of the people that's on the trade market? I'm trying to think of good trade market candidates for center-wise. I think Probably Giroux. Giroux. Oh, Giroux. Imagine if the Wild, if the wild just go like, hey, we want to compete for the Cup. Let's go get Cloyd Giroux and just let him run with Kirill Capri Why are you Saw? saying Cloyd? Cloyd, it's Cloyd. Cloyd. Whatever. He still sucks. Um, um, but so, I think he's. Um, I think that'd be a good trade piece for dude, him. Someone I'm to think who else would be like who would be like a sell piece. I know, like the Habs don't really have anybody. Uh, they have no I mean, one Suzuki, to give up. But they want to keep him. They have yeah. no one to give up. They had Coco Niemi until the Hurricane stole him, and then yeah. they overpaid the hell out of a third liner. Well, they they panicked and traded for Christian Fisher. Christian Dvorak, sorry, I keep. That's not a bad trade, but it's just like it felt like out of such like. It was desperation. It was a desperation. You do that trade like it was a punitive move because uh, Montreal tried to poach Sebastian Ajo. That's why. Yeah, it's. I mean, Kukaniemi's doing okay. I feel like, like he's not like the Hurricanes don't really need his kind of skill set, but he's still good depth. Mm -hmm. You can just let him sit there and be like, "Hey, make some money." Like, okay. 
That's easy. <laughs> so, so we have some other questions from uh, our live chat just from throughout the episode. And I think we forgot to ask this one, but um, you as a Pens fan or just the Pens fan base as a whole, who do you consider more of a rival to the Pens, the Caps or the Flyers? Or who Flyers. do you hate more? Probably the Flyers. State Flyers. rivalry, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. Everything is just fight, fight, fight. I mean, like, Capitals, it's like, whatever. We, 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 you were just the team we beat the shit out of, and it was like a good meme. It's like, oh, well, we got to play the Capitals again. Time to make it to the conference finals. But, I mean, that ended up changing. Well, it was nice having you on the show today. We're going to have to ask you to step off. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, But, I mean, yeah. Philly is like – there are actual, like, Twitter pages saying, like, how many days it's been since the Flyers have won, won the Stanley Cup. And yep. it's just like, yes. Nuts. So, another – uh, a non-hockey related one. There was a uh, news lately about the the Minnesota Vikings going after Jim Harbaugh. What do you uh, do? You think that that's something that might actually happen, or do you think he's just going to stay in Michigan? I think he might stay in Michigan. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know uh, unless you're throwing a lot of money at him. I don't know how why Harbaugh leaves. Yeah, especially after beating Ohio State this year. Yeah, that was all the defensive coordinators doing, and he's now back with the Baltimore Ravens. So mm-hmm. they so, hired a mercenary from the Ravens to do their job. Yep. Mike so McDonald. next one. So we've talked we've talked about a lot of different teams being possible contenders and how they might fare out in the playoffs. But from your honest opinion, do you think the Pens have a shot at the Cup or no? I, I'm worried they peak too early. That's oh. my only thing. Like, um, I know, like they, I, I don't know how to gauge it. I feel like most of the like playoffs are basically end of season momentum. That's usually how I feel like a lot of them go. Like the 16 Pens team. Went with a ton of momentum to end their year. A 19 Blues, ton of momentum. Like the 21 Lightning, ton of momentum. So I would say, like, whoever gets hot at the right time, I feel like has the best shot. So um, do you think that the Coyotes get moved somewhere? I hope so. I, I, I hope they don't have to play in a 5,000-seat stadium. Do you think that they'll the actually NHL be able to fill that. that stadium up? Yeah, I mean they'll they'll probably fill it up with opposing fan bases easily. Like say like <laughs> Toronto or Boston or Pittsburgh comes in, that they'll fill that stadium. The problem is like I don't know where else you go. Like what happens if the Tempe deal falls through? Which there's a chance it could. Because yeah, I like mean, Arizona, the Coyotes have proven to be unreliable in terms of finances. Like uh, like missing on your rent payments for eighteen months is not a clerical error. That's deliberate. That's that's like some scumbag like overlord yeah, shit like every have. owner for the coyotes has been either like a speculative like just guy who didn't really care he's more like a hedge fund or just pieces of shit like exactly. that's pretty much been the coyotes mo and i don't know if you're going to get good ownership that wants to keep the team in phoenix it's too far gone yeah i mean the same reason why they moved out of atlanta shitty ownership Exactly. So, I, I would say going back to like one place I think they could go to is um I I, I know this sounds stupid but I think they should go back to Hartford. I think Hartford would be really cool. I don't know like, about Hartford. It's Hartford. Where, where would you where would you put them? Dude, the the Whalers put Houston or Kansas Ball. City. It's not a big it's not a big enough Houston. like yeah, Houston and Kansas, Kansas City, City state of the art arenas. Houston has a, a proven hockey market from the Arrows over the years. Kansas oh, yeah. City's been dying for a hockey team for almost 15 years. They nearly got the Penguins back in 06. That's right. <laughs> so I think they'll be in the mix. Um, does Omaha, Nebraska have, like, a decent stadium? 
I I'm sure like they could. could be, I'm sure they would build one. I'm sure people. They would build, could be I, an yeah. interesting team. They have the hockey culture. I think any. I think any of those like Midwestern states, even like the Dakotas, could even build like realistic. Uh, Dakotas would be old. No, they would. They wouldn't. The get Dakotas is no. That'd be a mean. What about Quebec City though? I mean, yeah. Maybe. I feel like exactly. since Arizona's in the central, they're going to try and keep it in the central. That's fair. That's true. Kansas City would be my favorite. That Kansas would be City or Houston. Back, I would the, like uh, Houston. Odds are, is it as uh, based on my my career, I'll probably end up in Houston. So having a hockey team close by would be awesome. <laughs> But nice. That's pretty sick. What yeah. was Kansas City's? What was that hockey team that was there a while ago? That sick, the blue, jer- blue, yellow, and red jerseys. Why can't I think of the team name? But the Blues, what, Houston. Uh, no, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. Kansas City. Uh, yeah, they had a team. Back the Blades. Before. The Blades. That's it. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, HL team. Um. Yeah. Like, I think dope. I think Kansas City would be my favorite. Because I would get if they bring back those jerseys, I would get that jersey. So, do you think obviously the the Bengals just took out the Chiefs, but and right now the Rams and the the Niners are playing, but a struggle for the Bengals has been their O line and Joe yeah. Burrow getting sacked a shit ton. So, I personally, if the Rams win this game, I think Joe Burrow is going to get sacked thirty times that game. Yeah. But do you I'm think do you think Bur- do you think Burrow could survive the D line of? either of these teams Possibly. that he's going to have to go up against? Possibly. I think he could. He just have, he have to scheme properly. Kansas City's defense has been a suspect spot, and the thing that killed Kansas City, they got too damn cute on offense, and it's been their issue earlier in the year. They, uh, like Mahomes, tried to do way too much, and it's just like, just take what they're giving you. He tried to go for the home run ball too often, and then like he, he like that brutal interception too. I'm like, what are you doing? So but, for, uh, for each of the uh, – the potential matchups for the Bengals. Do you think they could beat the Rams or the Niners? Or I think it... they could. I mean, any given Sunday, I feel like. I feel right. like it'd be easier to beat the Niners because they don't really have the offense. Jimmy G is far more inferior than like a Matt Stafford. Oh, mm-hmm. he's he's like three and zero in playoff games that he d- hasn't thrown a touchdown. I think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's the anti Aaron Rodgers. The worst. Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Jimmy Garoppolo is the great team around, around him. Yeah. Like, Debo Samuel's team. becoming an X factor in front of our very That's eyes. That's incredible. Yeah. I love Debo. Actually, I if saw... you don't mind, I... is okay. You go ahead. I have a question. Aaron Rodgers is a big question mark this off season. So, don't say Pittsburgh. Where's he going? I think he retires. I'm going to be completely honest with really? you. I don't know if he plays really? again because I feel like he's tired of the NFL shit. I feel like he's tired of a lot of just the politicking and just. He just wants to do his own thing. I feel like there's nothing else for him to really accomplish at that level. So I think this might be it for him. That's my best guess. Where do you think uh, Do you think Russell Wilson stays in Seattle? I'm just gonna I go think he gets traded. He might be a giant. And if Aaron Rodgers doesn't retire, giant. it'll probably be Denver because they're trying everything they can to bring in Aaron Rodgers. I think Denver might get Aaron Rodgers, honestly. I mean, that's that's pretty much their game plan this postseason. Aaron Rodgers. That, that's all it is. I, I think Giants get Wilson for sure. I hate what Oh, you know what? I would, hate ask- I would hate it as an Eagles fan, but still. Yeah, let's just ask you this anyways. Uh your so-called leader of men is uh is finally gone off to the has gone off to the uh, greater pastures. Who's gonna be the Steelers quarterback? Uh, I feel one? like they're gonna do an open QB competition. We have no contingency plan for life after Ben. It's uh it's the biggest alarm because like our offense was bad this year, and I mean Bad. Oh God, yes. Like it was just agonizingly bad. It was like painful to watch every week. It's like, oh my. Well, it's time for Ben to throw a short screen that doesn't get the first down on a third and five. That, that's great. 
And then you'd have to rely on the defense making like endless splash plays and the talent bailing you out. It's like, oh god. We, but um, we don't think Brady's actually retiring, right? I don't think so. I think he no, may go I one more year, but I can. Eh, he is forty-four. It's one of those things. Does he have anything left to accomplish? He doesn't. He's Tom fucking I mean, Brady. He's he Tom Brady. <laughs> Unless he's like, you know what? Unless he's you think I'm not going to play? Fuck you. I'm going to play another 10 years yeah, just to spite you. Four more seasons. That's totally that, – that honestly – They're going to create a new team simply for Tom Brady. Exactly. Yeah. Basically one, every just, – Just a mercenary. One-year one contracts just keep going to a new team trying to win. It's like, all right, Cleveland needs to win a Super Bowl. All right, uh, Jacksonville needs to win a Super Baker's Bowl. All right, uh, <laughs> Detroit needs to win a Super Bowl. Imagine if he goes that, to Detroit. That would that would, hit, that would be his toughest test. If no, he'd probably go Cali and try to make him win. Based team because he grew up. I, I think that should be. We should force him if he's not going to retire. He needs to go to Detroit, and win a Super Bowl in one year. If he doesn't, he retires. If he does, he gets to play another ten. <laughs> no, he goes to uh, Cleveland <laughs> and makes them win a Super Bowl. That Detroit. Would be, I, I would think Detroit's the more like Detroit would be more challenging. Detroit has one playoff win in their entire existence, and that's like I mean Cleveland has at least decent talent. Detroit's like a, a fucking mess. Even though Dan Campbell's a good start and they have some decent talent, it's just like it's a mess there right now. If you if you had to pick a career Capitals player other than Ovechkin to have like played their entire career in Pittsburgh, who would you say? Ooh, Dino Cicerelli. That would be my Ooh, favorite. Yeah. Player. How about Noah. someone that's on the team right now? Who would you pick? Ooh, out of the team? Hmm. I think this is easy. Probably Tom Wilson. I hate Tom Wilson, but it's like one of those guys who would be like, I want him on my team and I want him now. Why are you so good? Stop being good. Would you not want, um, oh, what's his name? Would you not want Alex Ovechkin? Like, I said like Ovechkin's like him. the predictable answer. Oh, okay. I said besides him. Okay, fair. Not John Carlson at all? Carlson wouldn't be a bad one either. I feel like Tom Wilson fits more of a unique role. Yeah. And you already have like a Carlson in the Latang. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be fair about that. The Penguins don't really have that kind of Tom Wilson like physicality guy on the top six. It's a lot of skill base, like Kapanen, yeah. Zucker, um, Gensel, and Rust are all yeah. like they, they lost that when they traded Hornquist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Orquist yeah. is doing amazing in Florida, which is crazy. Yeah, I, mean, bodies kind of I feel like everybody's doing amazing oh, in dude, Florida. Oh, like, dude, Florida is just like a machine. Florida's just like, hey, you want to be a 10-goal scorer for a week? Here you go. Come on board, buddy. It's like, <laughs> it's like hey, Mason Marchment. Want to be a good player? <laughs> oh, 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 hold on. Uh, Maxime Amin. Yeah, hey, yo, Racco Gutis. Hey, Joe, Joe. Hey, hey, Joe. Joe, you want to come win a cup? Come on. We'll ready for you. <laughs> Hey, yo, Racco Gudis, you want to revive your career and not kill people here? <laughs> Come on, we got we got a spot for you. I mean, oh, Florida, Colorado. I remember, I remember what I wanted to say. What's the name that's cool? Uh, okay, uh, Gustav Forsling. We'll turn him good. Hey, yo, Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson, hold up. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's a little too far, dude. That's, that's too, too far. Much. I remembered, I, rem- I, I saw a stat yesterday. It was um, if Tom Brady retires, Jimmy Garoppolo would be the only quarterback left in the NHL with multiple rings. NFL. I think that's hilarious. Yeah, because he was a backup. Yeah, exactly. He's the only quarterback. He's the only one. Yeah, because Roethlisberger's really? done. Rodgers. Rodgers only had one. Rodgers only had one. Wilson only has one. Flacco. Joe Flacco has one. Rodgers only have one. Yo, everybody! I want everybody to acknowledge right now. Joe Flacco had the meanest postseason ever. He took Tom Brady down. He took Peyton Manning down. He took Andrew Luck down, and then beat uh, the 49ers in the Super Bowl and officially ended the. 49ers chances of winning a Super Bowl. I want everybody to acknowledge that that's the greatest postseason run of all time. Joe Burrow is better than Lamar Jackson. Cry. 
Shut the hell up. Get out. No, um, no, that's, that, that's, that's sacrilege, dude. Yeah. Really? You yeah. think nope. that? That's dude, surprising. I, like, after that yeah, year of it, Joe Will. Flacco, like, it was a bad contract, and they were stuck. Like, it was bad. And then Lamar Jackson comes in and saves the day and makes us. Yeah, now he's unfortunately regressing, and it's oh god. Yeah, I, I, th- I think here's I th- I think here's the thing about that. I think that this past season a lot had to do with the fact that the injuries to the team just started. Uh, he was his making best a lot offensive line. His, his best offensive line is top two running backs. His starting receiver, who was a draft pick this year, didn't play till week like eight or nine. He only got like four games with him. I think next year if they run it back fully healthy, Lamar Jackson is going to have his best season by far. You you put. Lamar Jackson in Kansas City with Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey wide open every single play, and I feel like his numbers passing wise would be a lot better yeah, than they are right better. now with who he has. Better also, than they Andy are now or better than Patrick Mahomes. Better than what he's doing now. Okay. Not not necessarily better than Mahomes now. Okay. But I would like better than what he's doing show. now. That Lamar Jackson didn't choke away a game in the fourth quarter of his season uh, against the Steelers doesn't count. Um, against the Steelers, but um. And Patrick Mahomes has choked away multiple fourth quarter games. I think that Lamar Jackson is a more clutch quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. I'm starting the dialogue. All right, all right. I'm starting the I'm dialogue. I'm a Ravens fan Super Bowl. I'm a oh, Ravens fan dude, and you're dude, wrong. Dude, Joe Flacco wants to – dude, you're, Trent Dilfer won a Joe Super Bowl. Joe Flacco bro. was clutch. Yeah, but yeah, Joe the, Flacco the, the was clutch. The, the, the difference is that Patrick Mahomes won, won a Super Bowl on the back of an offense. I mean, the defense actually had a pretty good game, but like – that playoff run is because of their offense. I mean, they blew the Texans out of the water. That's like Trent Dilfer won because of that's the greatest, defense. That's the, that's the greatest collapse, I think, besides the Super Bowl one with the Falcons in postseason history. The Texans go up 24 to nothing and just say, all right, fuck it, we're done. Don't forget 35 to 3. Don't forget the call. Oh, that's right. That's right. I can't forget that. I can't forget that. 24 that's to team. nothing's up there, though. Yeah. It's, I think that, that, that it's so crazy is that like the chiefs were like on the end of one of those like historic collapses. And then it's like recently they got it back against the Texans. I feel like it, I feel like, I feel like someday very, very soon the football gods are going to give Atlanta one of those where they come back. Cause it's Maybe. like, it came, it came around probably for the, coming the next generation. Yeah. I think it, it came around with the chiefs and it's going to come around with the Falcons and then probably the Texans, whenever they decide to. When is Washington getting one, man? Never. Because you guys, never. you guys I'm are. Not until Dan Snyder is. I want uh, Dan Snyder. Burned at the stake for soon. You're a devil franchise. You need to be burned at the stake. Yeah, very true. <laughs> what do we think the name is going to be? They choose the name in two days. It's going to be Commanders. Commanders already Commanders. Commanders. Uh, the, the most yeah. blase, bland name in the it's history. Bullshit. Of the it should well, be. It's, uh, every Dan Snyder Red move for the past year and a half has been just please do not make me sell the team. That's all. Should have been Red Wolves. Red Wolves is sick. I think uh, I think Joseph. Was there was some no. They they had picked Red Wolves, but there was some reason why like it was copyrighted or something that they couldn't do it. Oh, but, there was um, like a te- other team, right? Yeah. Like, but, no, um, some dude. Rocky. Some dude oh. went out and trademarked like Washington Generals, Washington Red Wolves, like all that. And Dan Snyder's so cheap, he didn't want to buy it. Genius. Um, I uh, I saw I saw this post that uh the Commanders dot com don't domain has like gotten owned now by the same company that owns like all the NFL companies or teams domains. So I'm pretty sure that's like solidified there now. You there you go. I mean, it's, it's, it's uh, fuck Dan Snyder. Um, <laughs> I can't really, it's just like, it's, it's tough to like say anything. Cause you, I do generally feel like I, well, I feel bad for you guys as fans of that team. I do feel bad. It's, it's shitty because you know, you go basically 30 miles Northwest and there's a perfectly well-run franchise in Baltimore and they're like, there's no issues with the franchise. Like, I mean, you know, like Ray Rice was an issue and Ray Lewis at times, but it was That's like not it, the it, Ravens' fault. Fair, yeah. but it's like 
you guys are owned by a, a vindictive piece of shit that rather would like burn money than actually do the right thing. And it's just, yeah. it sucks. And I feel bad. Hey, let him do it. Let at least I have, you know, a great college football team to root for since I'm a student at the University of Four and Seven, I think it was Five and Seven. Ooh, Texas. Okay. I can't believe that's honestly. If I could sacrifice Washington for 10 more years for Texas to be good, I would do it. But Ooh, you know what? Speaking of college teams, I know you're a Pitt fan, Tree. Uh, where do you think Kenny Pickett's going? I would love Pittsburgh. I don't know if he's going to follow him, <laughs> unfortunately. I would probably say he goes to maybe Carolina or Denver. That's a good call. Cool. Do you think Washington maybe? Because uh, Is he further down, though? He might, it might be a little too late for they're, him. They're Washington might be like the, you know, the Carson Strong, Malik Willis, Sam Howell. Like, Dude, what about Matt Corral's um, gonna be gone? He's he's tough because mm, I kind of want him. What do you think? It sounds I haven't really seen much of Matt Corral. Yeah, it's 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 weird because yeah. last year felt like his first really big season, and he's already going to the draft. Yeah. I feel like if he stayed another year, he'd probably be like a number one pick yeah. possibly the next year. Pick it was he had like three really mediocre years, and then something this year it just clicked. Yeah, and it's just like he's been balling. I'm. I'm happy he's going to be gone because I'm a West Virginia. I go to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. We play Pitt next year, starting the season. So, I'm a Virginia Tech fan, players. man. I have to deal with Pitt every single year. So he completely Pitt. shredded our defense. We play you year. again next year, Joey and Boxford. Oh, fuck me. I don't want to play you guys again. I never want to play you. <laughs> Shitty state Why would you? Dude, we suck. <laughs> we No, we had, we had seven plays at the one-yard line against you, and Fair we enough. got zero points. <laughs> How the fuck? How the Fair fuck? Enough. That straight up sold me on. That needs to Cornwallson, Fuente. They all need to get the fuck out of Virginia Tech. They need to leave. This is the worst. Well, it sucked because it like I hate our football coach and I want him to be fired. But we kept winning like oh, like good games and then so it's gonna just they're just gonna keep him for two years. Yeah. It, apparently, apparently the Canucks might be looking to move Connor Garland, so that that would be cool mm. for the Caps. But I don't know if interesting. I, I feel like going for wings for us would be kind of con- like we have wing depth. We, I, if anything, I want us to go for like um, try to get rid of fucking Eller. I don't want Eller anymore. You're I'm insane sorry. for that. You're actually insane for that. No, I don't want to hear it because Lars Eller is a bane to my existence, and I will fight this until he gets traded. Okay, I'm not also kidding. also uh, as recent as today, Evgeny Kuznetsov and Roman Yossi both got added to the All Star roster, so that's mm. that's a dub for us. So that's nice to see. How do you feel about him getting his off little bounce back season? What do you think about that? He's it? been all right. I know, like, I thought he was going to get traded after this uh, last season. We all did. Because <laughs> I'm like, really? They Speak didn't trade himself. Hmm. Well, it, He's a lot of skill, but it might be one of those things where he needed a change of scenery. Because, like, I know, like, Washington Brass was really pissed at him. Like, not just for, like, his, like, antics, but, the, you know, the try to break up the Russian four mm-hmm. and that just grip of influence on the team. I think yeah, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that like they wanted the be- the best deal possible. But a lot of deals I saw like there was one where it was like Mika Zibanejad, like a package to get Mika Zibanejad. There was a package. People were like, go get Eichel with him and just suck for oh. suck it up until we get him, um, and just all this different stuff. And I was like, you I think it just came Eichel. to the point. Eh, yeah, I, I would have liked Eichel honestly. Um, <laughs> but I think this is a, a really just nice. And um, I just this isn't planned, but I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now because I think it's time I do this. Um, I am sorry to Evgeny Kuznetsov for what I said in the off season. I am officially apologizing. Um, I said a lot of mean things to him, and I was really kind of a dick. Um, 
And well, that's, um, the, that's the story of life, man. So. He's he's proven me wrong, and I'm 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 genuinely happy he's played well on my team. I I there I've always said this: if my player plays well and when he's on the trade block, I would rather him stay than go because if they're playing well, we're playing well, and it just keeps building to that. And I think him playing well, he looks like he's finally in like a happier place, and like the whole like past few seasons are behind him, and I'm just really thrilled for him. So yeah, I have apologized to Genki Kuznetsov. There you go. Y'all are happy. Whatever. Did you guys see that Machine Gun Kelly is headlining the entertainment for the All Star Game? Why? They gotta stop interviewing that man. We're gonna Please. hear more about Megan Fox. Stop. Oh God. Stop. <laughs> like, stop. Are we really like doing like the person who looks like Ellen DeGeneres is a ninja's baby? Like, are we giving him a big? I don't know. We gotta Appar- stop talking a- to that dude. He's apparently, weird. apparently the All Star Game is having a mascot game or something. Everything we've heard about that relationship, I've heard against my will. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> it's like, it's like the ring that she has on her finger will kill her if the she mas- takes it off. And I'm like, I need that mascot game because it just reminds me of NCAA football with the. It's oh, so much fun. The mascot. I need Crosby. Oh. Crosby's two goals away from 500, right? Yeah, he is. Backstrom's seven for, points away from a thousand. Yeah. Our boys are all growing up and getting to their milestones. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. Well, Tree, once again, we want to thank you so much for being on this podcast, man. It's an absolute pleasure and honor. You know, you influence a lot of people in the, in the uh, Twitter world and all the sports world and stuff. And we just want to kind of pay you back and bring you on here. So we appreciate it a lot. It was a lot of fun shit posting and talking and uh, jinxing a bunch of teams, hopefully, because you can never stop jinxing too many teams. And uh, I think there's only one true way we can go out, Tree. I think you got to take us out with uh, – let's get one good, solid, loud Steelers going to the Super Bowl, shall we? Oh, yeah, I can absolutely <laughs> do that. <laughs> All right. Everybody take care. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace. Peace. Sorry about your ears, guys. <laughs> <laughs>